Welcome. This is the Lady Leadership Podcast. Sam's goal is clear, helping as many women as she can meet their full potential in business and in life. Hi, this is Sam McIntyre, and in this season of the Lady Leadership Podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about how to get the most out of your career, whether you have your own business, whether you work in corporate, or whether you're just starting out, maybe you're finishing uni. So thanks for joining me, and I look forward to sharing all my tips and hints on how to fast track your career. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Lady Leadership Podcast. I'd really like to welcome my guest today, Susanna Bishop. So Susanna is the customer experience officer at FedSquare. Susanna's a mum. She's also got a wonderful husband, Ben. So Susanna, let's just start by telling me how you got to where you are today. Just a small question to start. Well, hi, Sam. Thanks for having me. Um, I suppose... Um, I got to where I am today, open to possibilities. I've always been a very curious person, so I'm always interested in what comes next. And um, uh, I'm probably a little bit too impatient as well, <laughs> which most would say it's a bad thing. But in my case, it kept me on my toes, um, you know, looking at what comes next, what, what possibilities are there for me um, in life, in my career, and, you know, just that general curiosity. So you're originally from Brazil and now you're based in Melbourne and you're, as I said, you're the customer experience officer of Fed Square. How did you find yourself here? Um, I, uh, you know, I think it's, again, part of that curiosity, that, that, that love for different experiences. I travelled a lot and I, uh, I went overseas um, you know, uh, lived overseas when I was 17 in the US and then travelled Europe, made a lot of friends who were from Australia um, and really loved um, the, the humour, the Australian humour and um, it just the, the, you know, the very easygoing nature and I came to visit Australia a few times and decided to do um, a master's degree here at IMIT in Melbourne. Um, I met my husband not, not very after that, uh, soon after that. And um, the rest is history, really. I established um, a life in, in Melbourne, Australia, which I love very much. That's great. And uh, so I'll just disclose, we are actually friends and we know each other. So <laughs> I'm glad that you came to Australia, Susanna. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm glad I'm in Australia as well. I absolutely love the country. I love the city. Um, you know, before I came to Australia, actually, uh, being a Brazilian, uh, you know, you would imagine I would end up in Gold Coast or Sydney. But Melbourne uh, couldn't have been a better uh, city for me. It is a city of events and in a city of different experiences. Nobody does it better than Melbourne. Um, I think it, it fit me like a glove. <laughs> and so let's talk about how you found yourself in that niche, that event space, that customer space, because you've had, you've had a few roles in this, in this. So take me a little bit through that. 
Yeah, sure. I think one thing, you know, and I, I, I love reflecting over this and I look back in my career and I remember the feeling that I had every time I went into a live experience. So, you know, take a concert or a fashion show. I remember this, this really amazing feeling of, you know, being completely taken away from everyday life and going through something special. And um, I've always wanted to be in in the behind the scenes in in the making off of something special of an experience so I've, I've graduated from from PR and marketing early in my career and then you know did a master's in advertising but but suddenly I was really attracted to to the events um, uh, uh, area because of that love of, of the experience so from tourism to to venue to then you know working at the the Melbourne Convention Exhibition Centre to then working at the Grand Prix, the, the Formula One in Australia, the Royal Melbourne Show, so very different um, um, areas and levels of, of live events. Um, mm. And then um, Fed Square, where we, we actually do a bit of everything. We're a bit of a venue. We produce our own events and, and have festivals. And um, so and we are, you know, a community area where we love bringing a lot of activities and, and experiences to the community. So it's it's almost my um, it's the job where now everything comes together everything I've ever done before um, yeah. comes together in this role and and I think you know that's a nice thing I can I can see that you're thriving but let's talk recently then how COVID's impacted that because that's been you know being an event space and being a company that puts on events how have you guys managed through COVID oh that was that was a shock. I still remember we had in March, we had an activation from the Grand Prix, um, you know, promoting the Formula One. And yep. then the call came that um, the Formula One was cancelled. It was such a shock. And, you know, we, we throw around the word, the word unprecedented, but that was, uh, you know, yeah. once in a lifetime. Um, and at that time, um, we had to cancel everything we were doing and the calls were coming, um, you know, pretty much we, we've had to close the square. Uh, so at that time, um, we thought, okay, we've, we've got to do something. In the week after we closed the event and COVID came, we had probably about 80% decrease in our website visit. Wow. So at that moment, we said, we've got to, we've got to do something. Let's cre recreate all of the physical activities into a virtual square. Um, yeah. There's no other way. We've got to keep our brand alive. We've got to keep our experiences alive. And, and the commitment that we have um, to the community, you know, at this time um, to offer a value. So um, we, we went to the festivals, the multicultural festivals that we work with. And, and um, so Dwali, Polish festivals. And we started asking them for unique content content we've yep. got um as someone that we you and i both know ivy evident to come and we recorded her doing yoga and meditation classes in the square because people used to come to the square and experience their life so yep. we wanted to recreate that 
And most importantly, um, we, we used to offer architecture tours where um, we had tour guides taking you around the, the, the precinct and explaining the history of Fed Square. So we've done a, a 360 degrees video where with uh, over 100 points of interest throughout that journey where wow. you can stop and look at the, the history. You can understand about where the, the stones come from or the pavement is made of and, 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 and really um, immerse yourself in, in, the, in the history of Fed Square. I mean, you guys, so that, that yeah, you, I, I mean, I was sitting there watching and you guys pivoted, I think, really quickly and got on the front foot of that re really quickly. And so was it that, what drove that decision making, do you think? Well, we've always, as an organisation, we, we conceptually, we knew that we needed to do something virtually, mm. but we felt that the audience wasn't ready. So we felt, so for instance, we have a, a camera uh, that records what happens in Fed Square, and it's the most visited page we have on the website after our homepage is actually our, our Fed Cam. So yep. we knew people loved um, accessing our content online, but um, we just, I think we were forced to be creative by the circumstances we, we um, yeah. saw ourselves in. So we pivoted quicker than we would. I always felt that we were going to have an offering online, but we probably rushed to bring that to life because of need and circumstances. Yeah. We also had all of our retailers closing their doors and, and they were heavily and, and sadly impacted. So we wanted to, to keep them relevant as well. So our support to them was to bring masterclasses of cooking demonstrations and, you know, cocktail making. We just wanted to be able to help that ecosystem that Fed Square have yeah. to remain relevant and alive during that time. Mm. And I think, you know, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And it's amazing, you know, so you had that in your strategy. You've decided, you know what, we need to fast track this. How has that evolved then? So I think we all thought we'd be locked down for a couple of months and, you know, what are we, we're about to head into the fifth month, I think now. How's that evolved then? And what's that, how, what's that look like for next year for you? How are you planning, you know, now? Yeah, that, that definitely really um, evolved. We thought we were so organised. We have, we've had two years of um, physical program uh, planned to deliver. Mm. Um, yeah. So we started working on a hybrid program where um, we will have a bit of both. So um, we hope that in February we can bring some activities back. Yeah. But at the same time, we're thinking of those activities. How do they fit physically and then how can they be repurposed um, virtually? But also we're thinking of our website as a different, as a destination where before it was a brochure. So yeah. now our website, we want to curate um, games and experiences where people can really create their own journey and, and access um, all this content that we have in mm. their own personalised way. So it really changed the way we, we think now about all of our channels. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's uh, probably, like you said, it's brought to life what you wanted to do and then had a, a you know, a much bigger need and a much bigger desire for it. Um, and so how, let's just go back to you then and how, how have you really grown your career over the years? How, how have you made that happen? 
Um, I, so I suppose as in anyone's career, there's always a bit of a combination of desire planning and, um, and a bit of luck or, or destiny, mm. as, as you may call it. But um, I've always been careful to, to look at the gap. So yeah. wherever I was, I was always conscious of what's my gap between where I am and where I want to be or yeah. what I know and what I want to know. Yes. And, um, and I think specifically with events, if I look back, you know, I knew a lot about um, venues, you know, more about sponsorship or commercial activities. And then I, you know, moved my next step to the career to, uh, in my career to be able to grow my knowledge in that space yeah. and, and, and continue along those, those directions of, of looking at the gap. What's my gap has always been a big thing for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I love that I'm evolving, but then I keep looking at the same time at what gap do I have. And yeah. And then in terms of how do you fill that gap? And so you've then, uh, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, then you've sought out, okay, how do I make that, how do I make that leap from where I are now to, to you know, my ambition and who do I, who do I need to help me, et cetera. Exactly. And part of it is, you know, it, it is your job, but part of it is also your relationships, your official and unofficial mentors, um, the people that you, um, that you, you know, that you um, find inspiring thoughtful and interesting and so it's it's a combination of things that I I suppose I looking back I proactively sought yeah. to 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 learn and understand um studies you know um uh, whether it is um uh, go, you know doing another course or or um catching up with someone that I admire uh, yeah. or or actually moving into a different role and in a different job or even taking on putting my hand up for a project that I yeah. thought would expose me to a certain level of skills yeah yeah I like that I mean you know that's absolutely I think I, you know, we're definitely talking the same language. That's how you, you know, if you're aspirational, it's how you grow your career by looking ahead. What do you want to do? How can you make that happen? Who do you need around you, etc. I, I love all that. Yeah. And so, what what keeps you going then, and what motivates you? I think um, as I have this passion for for live experiences and 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 what it creates to a person so I think what keeps me going and motivated is the idea that I haven't had yet or the experience that I haven't created so it's it's the thought of the possibilities and and what can still come yeah um, there's so much I mean you look around now at COVID-19 the, the the how companies and people have pivoted and the creativity that has come out of the difficulty and I think, um, you know, I, I get excited about the next thing, uh, the yeah. thing that I haven't yet come across. And so how, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so how do you get, get creative, I suppose? How do you find, um, how do you, yeah, yeah, how do you explore that and make that happen? I think times like, um, like what we experience where you, you, you just can't go about 
the, the same way. It, it just forces you to think about different things from different perspectives is um, how can we deliver this differently? How is the consumer changing? Um, you know, that curiosity that, that really, um, that really brings brings forth ideas yeah and you know we make a lot of mistakes and in in our organization we don't mind making mistakes i think sometimes you just you know i've got an idea if if, if we can afford it go for it and, yeah. and then we'll learn the consequences of it so i think just 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 experimenting with ideas yeah and um and then quickly moving out of them if they don't go your way or yep. being prepared to take a hit on something hmm. um it's really healthy for organizations i like that and you recently completed an mba how, how do you think that and, and congratulations on that that's a massive effort um how did um how's that helped your career do you think um, I think the, the, what it really forced me to do the MBI is, is to stop and reflect. Um, we don't get that much time at work or in our lives. We, we just go on about things and we, um, you know, we, we, we're moving with, with the activities that we've got to do and we've got our plans and our goals. But what a, uh, the MBA allowed me to do is meet a lot of really interesting and smart people and and stop and think about problems and again and have that space for creativity to come um and and enable you to think about things from different perspectives you know how would that company deliver a, a new product or what are the things that you need to consider i'm a very um i'm a very um active person so i sometimes and i said in the beginning of the interview i'm impatient so i rush to decisions mm. and i think the mba has given me more space to consider different perspectives to analyze data to then come back to the plane um so it slowed me down a little bit to make yeah. decisions and yeah. um and i like I, I like that yeah that's good it's a, that's a good learning that's a good insight i think mm. Um, and where do you think innovation's coming from at the moment? What do you think's driving innovation? I, I think a lot of challenges and difficulties um, bring with it um, innovation. Mm. Um, you're forced to stop and rethink. You're, 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 um, you know, if you if you're facing something as the closure of your business and and letting a lot of stuff go, um, it's kind of makes you want to work much harder to do something differently. Yeah. Um, if you look at you know gene um, gene companies making um, antibacterial, um, there's so many. Uh, innovation there's, there's so much innovation happening right now yeah um, and I think you know if you if you look at times of difficulties throughout um, the history it's it's the times where a lot of innovation um, has come through has kicked off absolutely mm -hmm. and so talk to be talk to me about being a mum you're a mum to, to two boys um, what has motherhood taught you and how have you combined that with having a big career as well oh i listen motherhood is um the best thing ever um it certainly has taught me about unconditional love and um acceptance uh 
you know, you've, you've got to, um, uh, you've got to do things a little bit different, um, slowing down, which is good for me as well. Motherhood um, uh, allows you to be a bit more in the moment and appreciate special, special time because um, they, they grow so quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but you, know, you, you can see how my smile grows and I talk about uh, my boys, the best thing ever. I think, um, yeah, it's, it feels like my, my best and biggest accomplishment Oh, that's lovely. And look, I can, yeah, I know that we're uh, via video, but I can feel, I can feel your energy yeah. when you talk about your boy. Absolutely. And I've met them and they're terrific as yeah. well. And, and it's, then, you know, as you know, it's not easy when no. you're trying to feed everything. Um, yeah. it's, it's that constant rebalancing and um, yeah, acceptance of, of, of guilt or where, where you yeah. are in your life. But, yeah. um, you know, we, 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 we're able to make it work. I think they they love looking at, at me working and enjoying what I do and uh, finding satisfaction um, out of my job. I think it's a it's a great thing that they recognise as well. Yeah, and that you know that's a good lesson for them. And I think it's also mm-hmm. um, I think children teach you patience as well, and yes. that everything doesn't have to be instant. Yes, um, yes. And to, yeah, to spend time in the moments as well. And then, but I think as well, you know, do you, I've sort of said before, I don't suffer from guilt being a mother in terms of having a career. I, I mean, look, I think there's been time certainly, but generally I'm happy to go to work and happy to have a career. How, how about yourself? I feel the same. I, I, you know, when I don't feel that really successful men get asked the same thing, you know, yeah. are you guilty from, from having this amazing career, <laughs> having yeah. children? Yeah. And I don't think, you know, I've, I've met brilliant, brilliant um, professionals, both men and women that have uh, beautiful relationships um, with their children and, and work really, really hard hours and, and, you know, have really pressing and, and, and important jobs. I think, um, I don't think we should be penalised from from our passions and the choices that we're making in our career. But, you know, I, I don't want to lie and say I've never felt guilt from, you know, missing out a, a mm. game or, but I think I've reconciled most of it to be, to be okay with, you know, it's actually being who I am. Um, so I think it's important to take the time to reconcile those feelings. And how do you think, um, you know, businesses or corporates should be supporting and advocating for women? I know it's a bit controversial, but I do feel that quotas are important. I think there's still a lot of um, bias that... Um, that we need, we need to, um, we need to resolve, and and quota is a good way to to manage bias, which exists. We're very lucky in Australia; we are ahead of many countries, but we still have bias. We still have inequality, not only gender but also racial um, uh, inequality. So we need to talk about it more. We need to be yep. a bit more um, honest um, about um, how people feel, both, you know, all sides of the conversation. Um, and we, we have to have programs because if we, you know, if we're not actually taking steps to um, to manage the situation and improve gender pay and representation in boards and 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 
certain areas of high executive level, um, they're still biased. You know, mm, they're still yeah. part of a legacy that continues. So I think it's really important that we take active um, steps that we don't just say, oh, you know, times have been better than ever. Yeah. Um, we, we have to keep doing more. Yeah, and I think it is those programs and those plans and I think it's also how uh, corporations or businesses advertise for, for roles and how they encourage women to apply and mm. using that sort of non-bias um, language. I think also, um, like you said, those programs and then I think also, you know, panel interviews. So actually, you know, there's so many times I've been for roles and I've just been interviewed by men um, mm. from the sort of start to the finish and I think trying to have senior women in organisations included um, with the same sort of power making um, as well, mm. decision making to, to help bring yep. and encourage more women in organisations as yeah. well. That's yeah. a great way to reduce bias because yeah. you are bringing different perspectives to the mm. table. I think that's extremely important. Yeah. Okay, and so what? What do you? Why do you think you've been successful in your career? <laughs> <laughs> um, again, I, I think it's curiosity, is a desire mm. um, for what else is possible. Now that I'm here, you know, step. Yeah. Um, maybe never been too settled. Never, um, or you know, always, always having the curiosity about. Okay, I, I'm in a place I've never imagined at the beginning of my career. But yeah. if I, if I hadn't always, you know, if, if with every step, if I had wondered what it would be like in the next one, and maybe I can do it, and you know, yeah. going for things that you know I thought I would never be able to. Um, to have a chance and really um, um, exposing myself, um, I think that's been really important um, to to get to 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 have a, a you know a job that I love. Yeah, um, takes and, time, but yeah, <laughs> and being a great. And it's interesting that you said you've got a career that you never thought was possible at the start, and I'm very similar. And I think it's because we didn't see women in senior roles. We didn't see yeah. we didn't see that it was possible. And so you're a great role mm. model for for women coming behind you that they can see. Yes, you can be a mum. You can have yeah. a big role. You can do study, etc., and you can make it happen. Yeah, and and listen, I I came from a different country. I didn't know anyone. I had mm. to start things from scratch. And I think um, you think that success comes with people that know people, or they've yeah. gone to really fancy schools and have big networks. So you you never imagine at the very end, but it's all possible. And I yeah. think it, um, it it is definitely possible. And as you said, seeing um, and hearing stories of people that. Um, from all walks of life and all um, genders and backgrounds having had success it's it's really important for the creativity of of um, young people you mm. know so they know it's possible um and look thank you so much for sharing your story Susanna you're absolutely right when you talk about you know because Melbourne's a very connected 
town and it's a lot of who you knew and I think you know I still get asked what school I went to yeah <laughs> what school I go to and it's been it's been 30 years since I was at school and so I think my life my life has changed a lot but um and so, you know, you are 100% proof that, you know, you can come from another country, that you can set yourself up and you can be successful. Let's just finish off with best piece of advice you've been given, do you think? Um, the best piece, and I've had some great advice along the way, um, but I think it's a simple one, but, you know, be proactive and not reactive. Um, you start the wave, don't be caught up by it yeah uh, it's probably something that stuck with me it stuck with me and that I um that I keep in mind when um uh, when I go about doing what I do love it <laughs> love it thank you so much for being on the podcast today I just think there's some great uh messages there for people that are wanting to grow their career and thanks for being just such a great role model to women you're terrific oh thank you thanks for having me it's been such a lovely conversation Cheers. Apologies for the dogs making an appearance in the back. I did, I did see your dog walking back and forth, but, yeah, I'm surprised one of my kids wasn't running, actually. So thank you so much for your time today, Susanna. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Some great advice uh, from Susanna in that podcast. I think the thing I liked the best was about, you know, you can come from anywhere, uh, come to Australia and make it happen for yourself and create that, um, you know, that dream career that you might be looking for. So, yeah, I just um, just enjoyed catching up with Susanna and hearing her story and learning more about her and what she's achieved and just such a terrific role model to women so hope you'd enjoyed that one and um, yeah looking forward to catching you on the next podcast if you've liked this podcast then please share a review uh, share with a friend love to hear from you email me if you've got some career questions if you'd like something answered love to hear from you have a great day